Welcome to Vets Talk. This is Kevin Horgan, co-founder, along with Charlie Scott, of our free and open venture to bring veterans into the limelight through stories, biographies, subject matter expert interviews, leadership lessons, and sometimes ranting and raving and howling at the moon. Now, Vets Talk is a collaboration with Zach Knight and Knightley Productions and Vetlanta, a team that networks with transitioning veterans to make the Atlanta area the first choice of locations to settle in, to live, work, play, and pray, and maybe raise a family to stay connected to our tribe, the veteran community. Hi, Kevin Horgan here with Vets Talk, and I'd like to welcome Stability X. She's actually our first customer of our rebranding. Stability X, welcome to Vets Talk. Hi, thank you for having me. Great. Why don't you tell us um, who you are and how you got here? Oh, great story. So you're probably wondering why the name Stability X. Well, my name used to be Nika Brown, and I had an experience with the court systems over custody of my daughter. They said I was not providing her stability while being a single mom veteran entrepreneur. And so I decided to change my name from Nika to stability, to emphasize that I am stable and stable is not a place, but a state of mind. And I will always have the name stability from this point going forward. Uh, stability, that's wonderful, that, that's awesome. So how, did, how, did you, how did you get here? How did you start your, uh, your journey as a veteran and then as a mom and, and how'd you get here? Absolutely. So I started my journey um, as a military soldier in 2007. I decided to join the military uh, two weeks after leaving high school and did a nine-year career as human resources specialist, jumping out of airplanes for the 82nd Airborne Division um, and got a couple concussions from those jumps. And so I had to end my career a little bit early and just figure out next steps of who I was going to be in society. Wow. Um, so how, uh, you're a high school grad and you entered the Army and where did you enter? Uh, so I entered at Fort Eustis, Virginia um, and did two deployments while there, one to Afghanistan in 2008 and then Kuwait in 2010. Okay, okay. And in this time you, uh, you had a daughter? Yes, I had a daughter. Uh, when I came back from Kuwait, um, and she was born in November of 2011. Okay. I, I don't want to pry, and I know this might be painful, but you've changed your personality. You've changed your, your uh, identity to the world. Uh, yeah. How did that, how was that journey for you? Yeah, that journey was um, powerful. I mean, I knew I had to have my voice remain in all of this that I'm, I'm going through. Um, and so Nika, originally in uh, Africa, in the um, Nigerian tribe, uh, Igbo, it means mother is supreme. And so I just didn't feel like I was a mother after losing custody of my daughter. Um, and so what I decided to do is just change my mind to what am I? Who am I? And it was stability. At that point in time, I knew that I was always something that a lot of society is saying I'm not as a veteran who's disabled, but still trying to make something of herself um, in light of my injuries. And so 
this is my giant protest to the systems of society. Well, it's one that you want to be successful at. So what are you doing now? So I have two companies. The first one I started 45 days after I left the military. It's called Innovative Supplies Worldwide. And it's a stationary manufacturing company that puts diverse art on the front covers of stationary notebooks. And I've since branched uh, this year into an art gallery, Be Kind Art Gallery 101, here in the city of Lynchburg, Virginia. And it's showcasing the art um, as well as the stationary notebooks. Well, that's great. What a terrific idea. It doesn't sound like you've been suffering at all from that. It sounds like you've really, uh, you've done something, you've accomplished something. Congratulations. Thank you so much. That's great. That's great. Are you publicly traded? I'm always looking for good investments. I am not. That is something that I've been wanting to do since I started the company. Um, and so I'm going to different incubators. Uh, I just finished one with uh, Bunker Labs. Um, last year, and I'm actually looking to go into Techstars this year. And so as I'm developing and growing as my company is, I'm learning how to get onto the stock market. So that's eventually going to happen, but not quite there yet. That's awesome. Well, keep it private as long as you can. All right. Build your equity. That's great. I'm really happy for you. Thank um, you. So the, the, the military at least brought you to where you are right now, but why did you join the military? So both my parents were in the military. They met in the military um, actually at Fort Lee, Virginia. Um, my mom was going to quartermaster school and my father was going to um, the, I think they call it the culinary or uh, 92 golf school. So mm -hmm. he was the cook, my mom was supply and they met um, in Fort Lee, Virginia. And, you know, they stayed in as careerists. My mom did 20 years. My dad did 22. Um, wow. And they basically were like, you know, we just think the military is the best fit for you. We don't think you're, you know, college material. Um, and so, you know, I'm thinking mom and dad know best and I do what they say. Um, so I did nine years because of what my mom and dad thought was best. Well, that's awesome. Well, you served on your own, not even being in the military, just growing up in a military family. That's Absolutely. amazing. That's really amazing. If 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 you look back on your younger self right now and what you know after nine years in the military, creating a couple of businesses, um, struggling through uh, uh, custody dispute and all that, uh, what would you tell your 18 year old self now? Ooh, I would say go quickly, but also listen to those around you, um, but also listen to your, yourself and your own voice. Um, a lot of times you will listen to those around you thinking they know everything, but you have to trust your, your voice as well and listen to that sometimes along the way. You know, that's that's great advice. I mean, sometimes people who purport to have your best interest friends uh, take you down the wrong path. I mean, it just it just happens like that. And usually it's your inner voice. I, I agree with that and subscribe to it 100 percent stability. Um, do you have any regrets at this point in time? I would say no. I would say no. I have no regrets. Um, you know, if anything, it just be that I. I stay in my head a little bit. I don't put my voice out there as much um, because I don't feel like it's a cookie cutter story. It's got some bumps, some humps, 
And I just don't like to talk about them because I don't want it to feel like I'm looking for sympathy or anything like that. So I kind of stay in my head with what I'm going through. And I think that I need to break out of that and let those regrets of not having the perfect story uh, shine and just let my story be what it is and tell it. Well, I, I, I'll disagree with you on that. I, I think you have a wonderful story. I think everybody has a wonderful story and, and yours is one really of, of, of great successes. I have never started a business on my own. I've never started a couple of businesses. I, I, I've usually found myself observing my life and not taking my life by the horns and you have taken yours by the horns and i and i, I have a lot of respect for that um do do you remember when you were in the military if there was a leader or a particular person that inspired you mm, i wish i could say yes to this um but i honestly cannot i didn't really have very good leaders in the military and i think that's a contributing factor to why i left so early um, I just didn't see the mentorship that I was needing at the time. Um, and I wish I had got that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who was the worst leader you had? I've had quite a few. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to name names just simply I because see. it's, it's a thing of, you know, trying to keep the, the good going. Um, but there were quite a sure. few. Do you think you learned more from what not to do? Absolutely. What to do from some of these people. Absolutely. And now being, you know, out in the civilian sector, being an entrepreneur, having the chance to work with at-risk youth and giving them these career skills for a resume in terms of light manufacturing in my company, I'm able to make sure that I don't ever emphasize some of those not so good leadership traits that I saw. Okay. Um, a quick uh, divergence. You have a website, right? Yes. All right. Uh, Can you tell us what it is? Dub dot www.innovativesupplies.net. Okay, that's great. www.innovativesupplies.net. Right. Okay, good. I'm going to ask you to repeat that again when we close out, okay? Because I think it's sure. important that everybody knows what that is. Absolutely. Um, uh, what word or phrase will never be the same now for you, now that you were in the military? Uh, I would say by any means necessary. That's the <laughs> phrase that I'm going to stick to um, because the military has a lot of that resilience that we are going to get the mission done by any means, like it's going to get done by one way or another. And so I kind of keep that on the same out here um, in the civilian sector in terms of trying to get a mission accomplished uh, for my entrepreneurship endeavors. It's by any means sure. necessary. The first no, the second no, the 15th no, I'm gonna go until I get a yes somewhere along the way. Okay, that's, that, that's the kind of perseverance that we would expect all of us would take through with this, no matter how we served or how long or when. Um, uh, are you still in touch with some of the old crew? I'm not, I'm really Nobody not, at Nobody at all. I, I don't do uh, attachments to leaders that were not good in my career. So I have not had any um, contact with anyone from the military. Okay, okay. Um, 
what are some of your your key hopes for the future? What are your next steps, and what do you see yourself becoming and being in five, ten years down the road? I'm so glad you asked this question. Uh, I would love to run for city council in Lynchburg, Virginia. There's an at-large seat um, that's currently going to be available and uh, a voting for that is going to be this November. And the current at-large is the vice mayor to the city. And I think that's a key component for me, just having been human resources to the 82nd Airborne Division um, with 30,000 soldiers and their daily accountability. I'd love to do that for a city and help the citizens show up their best selves and what that could look like. That's great. Now, Lynchburg, my geography is not that good. My politics is a little, is pretty good. Is there a, uh, for the at-large job, is that a jungle primary or is that a, just straight to the general election? How are they gonna do that? So this is not a primary. Um, this is actually just going to be the citizens of the city uh, voting in a general election is what I believe they're calling it, um, mm -hmm. but it's not a primary. Uh, but I am learning all of these things that you're speaking about as well. Um, I studied history, took a lot of classes in college, um, and now I'm just saying, you know, I want to be a part of this in a different way than in the military, but a part of a city. Well, you know, it, what, what's great is that you're uh, not just personal, you're sincere. And I think that that will come across, that'll translate to anybody that's that's in the city. Uh, and in that large seat, I mean, the only thing you might need right now is exposure. You need people to meet you and get to know who you are. So you'll attend events. Hopefully this video here will be good for you. We'll do another one for you if you'd like. That's all. I'll leave that entirely up to you, um, especially as you get closer. I think, I think that'd be great. You, this is the kind of thing you can throw on your website. Uh, but I think we want to know a little bit more about you. We only have about five more minutes. Um, uh, so your passion today is, is your business, but you also see yourself in the political arena, certainly locally, which is where people should start. They shouldn't start at the top, right? They should start grassroots, Absolutely. okay? Um, and uh, if you had to speak to a voter in Lynchburg right now about why you want that seat, what would you tell that person? Well, first I would just get a little information about them and ask them how long they've been living in the city, get to know them, ask them what are some things they would like to see. And from listening to those initial few minutes, then gauging what I could say, I'd like to help them improve with their thoughts. Um, the biggest thing that I see right now is transportation. We all know that gas prices are rising and I think they will continue um, because that's a resource that's not unlimited. And so I would say to the citizens of Lynchburg, if they're looking for help with transportation, listen to what I have to say as city council, because I think I could fix some of those issues by maybe potentially uh, supporting, uh, reducing some of their costs to purchasing a bicycle um, with the city's dime. And so this is something that I think the city is going to really appreciate right now. What a, what a refreshing concept. A politician who wants to listen to people instead of telling them what to do. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope the constituents in Lynchburg 
appreciate that also. Um, Stability X, this is our parting shot. What one thing do you want to tell uh, your daughter? What do you want to tell her now? I want to say, Camila, I love you so much. And I look forward to our next time seeing each other. Um, keep being bright, keep being smart, and know that I'm going to always be in your life um, no matter what. And, you know, mom may have a little bit of difficulties uh, right now, but we are going to get through this and shine together. Uh, Stability X, it's been wonderful to meet you. I, I think you have a million friends right now, and we all wore the uniform at one time or another. So don't hesitate to reach out to us. Thank you so much for being Vets Talk first guest on our reboot. Um, you've been a wonderful guest, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right.